Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies, a weekly podcast following four friends as they battle across a homebrewed world called Interiath in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition. Step into our mystical world called Antiriath and follow our party of three dummies as they adventure across the lands. Talit Grug, half-orc, half-mystery, the fighter, played by Taylor. Body Knot Greenleaf, the halfling rogue with a penchant for taking things that don't belong to him, played by Josh, and the ever-mysterious Eclarian Shadow, half-elf ranger from the Eclarian Mountains, played by Seth. And last but not least, the creator of our beautiful world, the man of many voices, and our dungeon master, Sam. Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. We hope you are enjoying as much as we are enjoying making it for you. If you are enjoying the show, please give us a rating and a review on your podcast app. And while you're at it, check us out on Instagram. It's at dndndummies. This is a very special episode that was created from three separate solo sessions that our players had with our Dungeon Master, just one-on-one, mano-a-mano. So there's a lot of editing on this one, so we hope you enjoy it. Um, It was a lot of fun to make, and I hope that comes through for you guys. So stay tuned and check it out. Okay. So, quick recap. So, you guys... Recap. Stupid recap. granny. Stupid granny hut. Well, let's back it up. Let's back it up a little bit. So, y'all had gone all the way out to the second poacher camp, found it destroyed. We're like, what the hell? Go back to Billy Talk. Are like, Frendor, it's destroyed. Like, we don't know what's going on. They're still selling shit to the grotto. We got to find this damn grotto. And he's like, man, unless you have some criminal person who can help me, I don't know what to tell you. Body knocks like, I know a guy. So y'all go meet his uh, his buddy Leech, the goblin. And Leech is like, look, if I could go to the grotto, I'd be there. I'd be all over it. But I don't know how to get in my own self. So he's like, I got a long shot. Uh, <laughs> so you go to Granny Gob's hut, covered with mirrors, everybody's favorite thing. And uh, yeah, she, she proceeds to have Talek taste some stew and then throws a little dash of something something in there and fills the room with just choking smoke all of you fill your con save you run outside coughing and wheezing and as you do you run outside and you find yourself completely alone and on a mountaintop yeah more so than that so you find yourself whipped by frigid wind and blinding, blinded by bright sunlight. Uh, as you step forward, you surprise yourself by the sound of snow and leaves crunching under your feet. You look down to see that you're wearing a regular pair of boots. And as you look back up and your eyes adjust, a brilliant white light appears before you and a figure emerges uh, surrounded by the brilliant light. Her voice speaks and she says, Hello, Clarion Shadow. What should I call you? Sten. It is good to see you again. 
Uh, the face of a beautiful woman comes into view. So great is her beauty that time seems to stop as you gaze upon it. Her perfect golden hair done up in a way that leaves two strands to fall on either side of her face, creating a frame around what is truly a work of art. And while this may be the most beautiful face you have ever seen, it is not the first time you have seen it. She steps forward, out of the light, and offers you her hand. Hello, Archfey. It's been too long, she says. Yeah, maybe. Um, she says, well, don't make me stand here all alone. Dance with me. And you hear like a tune start as if out of nowhere. Oh, you know how I love dancing. <laughs> She just stands there with her hand out and like gives you a, gives like a little head nod. Okay, so Shadow sinks his glaive into the snow and sticks out his hand begrudgingly with a slight smile on his lips as he begins dancing with the terrifying yet lovely <laughs> Archfey. Uh, give me a uh, performance check. Modified 21. Okay, so yeah, y'all uh, start out kind of slowly, and then the music picks up, and uh, y'all actually start, you start matching her uh, tempo as you dance around, and uh, you actually kind of take the lead and start guiding her into the dance and, like, have her do, like, a little spin. She, like, spins away from you a little bit, and she's like, Tell me, Shadow. What is it that you desire? Well, you know, that's that's a pretty pretty difficult thing to answer. I I kinda just just want people to leave all the animals alone. <laughs> she like uh smirks and snickers a little bit to herself and then like she magically makes a pitcher and a cup appear in her hands and she just like pours one and hands it towards you here we go again <laughs> and she pours one for herself and says shadow do you uh what do you recall of your birth parents nothing you know this we've been over it yes I uh It saddens me greatly to hear that. And uh, she just kind of like casts her eyes to the ground. She says, What if I could show you? Is this an optional thing? Uh, it, it's everything's optional. Oh, no, that was my actual question at the archway. Oh, oh, uh... <laughs> She she responds much in the same way, just with her voice. She just says, "Everything's an option, Stin." Please stop calling me that. You know I consider my parents to be those who raised me. But if you have something to show me, then I guess I'll see it. Um. So she goes to make a motion with her hands, and she creates like a a pool like a, a floating bubble of water in her hands and she 
goes and like casts it across the ground and it spreads out and it becomes like a sheet of ice over the snow and as you look down from above an image begins to form inside of the snow and you see lightning crackle across the dark sky and thunder roar as a torrential rain begins and your mind kind of like zooms into this scene a little bit and it drowns out all of the sound except for those of horse hooves uh, clopping over cobblestone a small wrapped bundle of cloth sits at the front of a saddle as broad shoulders carry the load wrapped inside of it we zoom in a little bit closer and we see a small baby's face wrapped inside of the bundle as it runs off into the distance we fade away from that horse running out of a castle grounds through a gate and then out uh, into the distant wilderness but we zoom all the way back into a window as we peer in to a dimly lit chamber and see inside a man blood soaking the front of his shirt leaning over a woman lying in a bed pushing her hair back gently and we see him lay his chest or his head upon her belly as the light seems to fade from both of them and we zoom back out without getting a, a really good look at, at either of them and the, the ice melts into the snow she says your parents gave everything to save your life and you would not deign to learn more of them as I said I will I will see what you have to show me. Let's see where old Granny Gob transported our good friend Body Knot Greenleaf to. Ran outside, coughing and wheezing, and when you ran outside, instead of feeling the soft, squishy mud of the swamp, you felt the hard stone of a prison cell and you look around and find that you are trapped inside of a prison cell that you're not quite sure if you recognize or not. You're not sure if you've been here or if it's, uh, you know, just in your imagination or just looks similar to ones that you may have visited. So the other thing you notice um, on your body you have your studded leather armor on, um, but nothing else. You don't have your Captain Shank Shank Blade. You don't have your short bow. You don't have any of your potions. You don't have your goggles. None of that stuff. You're like totally stripped down except for just your armor. And as you're kind of getting your bearings and, and looking around, you peek out across the hallway. You see a um, small sized creature. Uh, hooded who has like kind of holding a cell door open he turns and looks your way and he walks over to you and as he gets closer you kind of get a look at his face and he is this 
blue-skinned gnome person who's got a stern disposition about him, his hood pulled up over his cloak, and I just dropped you a, a link to the art in the uh, the Discord. And he looks into the the cell, and she's like, hmm, seems you're in a bit of a pickle yourself. He says, tell you what, if you can manage to get all the way out of this place, meet me outside. I'd love to talk to you. And he tosses into the cell with you a uh, lock-picking kit. And he starts to walk off, and he says, Yeah, you might need this, too. And he pulls a dagger off of his hip and tosses a dagger into the cell with you, too. And then just, like, walks off. Okay. So he gave me a lock-picking kit and a lock-picking kit and a dagger. Yes, sir. Anything special about the dagger? Just a normal dagger? Just looks like a plain old dagger. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna fucking pick this lock. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and make me roll. Finally, let's see where Talit Grug was transported to by the magical brew. And it puffs up a huge cloud of smoke, fills the entire room. Y'all are start coughing and wheezing. Everybody fails their con save, and you all run outside. But when you run outside, you don't find yourself in the swamps of Billyatok. Instead, you find yourself alone in the middle of a forest. Uh, you feel the soft clover beneath your feet and smell the muddy dampness of the air after a summer rain. As you look around, you find yourself surrounded by hills dotted with trees in all directions. But these are not just any hills. You know these hills, as they are the ones you grew up in. Learning, hunting, playing, fighting, this is your homeland. As the sun beats down the freshly rain-soaked land, it causes steam to rise up into an unnaturally thick mist all around you. In the distance, you see a figure, a cloaked man. As soon as you spot him, he turns and walks into the mist. And we will start right there. What do you want to do? Um, hello? He just, like, disappears into the mist in front of you. Okay, what else do I see around me? Um, so you you know this place, um, you, you know you're in Mech Zim, but it's like a dream world. You know how, like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm in my house, but, like, it's not mm. quite your house? That's how okay. this feels. Um, and so it's it's just like a hilly, mountainous area. It's pretty damp where you're standing. Uh, like I said, moss-covered ground, uh, deciduous trees everywhere, occasional uh, evergreen trees dot the landscape as it just kind of rolls up and down in a wet, hilly area. But it's super foggy. Okay, can I see what looks like what would have been like my house? You no, no, you're not. You're like out in the woods. Okay, I'm gonna head towards the direction that the the man was. Okay, um, yeah. So you walk over there and uh, make me a uh, perception check. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh wow, good. So you uh you hear a twig snap off in the the distance up to your f- forward left. Okay, I'm going to head that way as fast as I can. Okay, so you start running that way. Clop, clop, 
and you kind of come out of the mist a little bit and uh we'll just roll that perception check over as you come out of the mist and run out into this uh slightly clear area you look up and there's this hooded man standing way up in a tree up above you looking down at you okay i'm gonna like slap myself on the arm and pinch myself and stuff and see if i can feel anything uh you just yeah you you feel it i mean it it hurts it definitely like you feel something go <laughs> like it's you're like oh shit i guess i don't okay. know what's going on um and the man just kind of like laughs a little snicker he's just like <laughs> i'm gonna be like who are you and he'll just uh you can see like the only thing you can see under his hood is just this kind of creepy smile as he smirks and he just like lowers a hand down and you're not sure if he's like offering you something or like telling you to come up or what but it's just this gesture um of like an open palmed hand just kind of pointing down towards you okay i'm gonna see if i can climb up the tree that he's in okay uh make me an athletics check okay 21 (laughs) okay so you scurry up the tree no problem and uh he's kind of like cocks his head as you scurry up this tree really fast and right before you get to him he like crouching tiger hidden dragon drifts over into another tree um right next to the one you're on it's about uh it's about 15 feet away okay i'm gonna look around up here and see if i can see anything from this vantage um it yeah so you see out a little bit further like i said it's a real foggy day you're kind of up on a hill so you can see really far but is what you see is just like fog down in the low areas and steam and then just dotted hills going off for miles in all directions hmm okay i'm gonna head over towards him okay you gonna like you run down the I'm tree gonna, or are you gonna try to jump to his tree or i'm gonna try and jump to his tree okay I got a oh, I got a ten on my athletics check. You got a ten. Okay, so you jump and you don't make it to the trunk of the tree. You kind of like land in the branches. Um, make me a dexterity saving throw to okay. grab onto the branches. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I got a twenty. Okay, so you catch yourself on the branches. You're about ten feet down in the tree from where he is, um, and he just like glides to the next tree. I'm going to yell out again to him and be like, hey, what are you doing? Who are you? He'll turn back and he'll speak for the first time. This kind of like uh, raspy kind of hissing voice and say, follow me and I'll show you. Okay, I'm going to keep following him. Okay. Athletics. Uh, You jump into the next tree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 24 this time okay so you jump like up out of your tree and like almost catch his foot as he's jumping to the uh out of that tree and he kind of lands down in a clearing in front of you Ooh. okay let's check back in with body knock
for lock picking, you'd, you'd have to like know your proficiency with that tool. But I happen to know that you are an expert with the lock picking and you're an expert at sleight of hand and they use the same bonus. So you can just use sleight of hand and it'll okay. be the same. 23. Okay. With ease. I mean, this is a, you know, janky prison lock. And so you just sling this thing open, no problem, and are, are free to walk out. Okay, cool. Uh... Walk out, it's it's kind of like a, a damp, musty day, and there's a little bit of fog and haze even inside here. But even with that, uh, you look down the hallway and you see one guard sitting at a table just kind of smoking a pipe, relaxing at a table down at the end of the hallway. And then it looks like the hallway like opens up to maybe a little room on the right, and then it looks like a hallway turns to the left. All right, I'm going to... This dude's got his back turned to me, right? Yeah. Right, I'm just going to sneak up. But what's his distance, actually? Oh, man, you're like a long ways right now. All right, well, I'm just going to start moving that way. Yeah, you're 80 feet away. Okay, so 40... Wait, can I move 40? Is it 20? Um, yeah, we're not even in initiative, so just... When you get about, about there, go ahead and roll me a stealth check. 10. Okay, so you're walking along here, and you actually, like, kick a little pebble, and goes like, tick, 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 and this guy, what was that? He turns around, and he sees you. I'm going to need you to roll for initiative. Cool. 18. Okay, he actually just barely beat you. Piece of shit. (laughs) So he's going to be like... What are you doing out of your cell? And he's going to run. He's going to. I just wanted some water, dude. (laughs) He's going to grab his spear and he's going to run up to you and he's going to try to hit you with the butt of his spear, like try to knock you out. Oh man, no way that's going to hit. So he misses, um, and it is your turn. Okay, well I'm going to fucking stab this prick with my dagger. I just wanted some water, and he's going to come over here acting like an asshole. So. 16. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Five damage. Okay, so you stick this guy. He takes takes a little damage. Oh, man, not getting the jump on this guy was, was rough. Ooh, he's going to get you with his spear this time. That's going to be a, like, 20 to hit. Um, oh, yep. my gosh, but he does two damage. Two. Good for him. All right, your turn. Wait, wait, wait. I, I I still have my uncanny dodge, don't I? Shouldn't I have taken half that even? Uh, if you want to use your reaction to take half that, yeah, you can take it down to one. Fuck <laughs> it. I'm not going to use it on that. I was just making I mean, sure. You, I was... can. you can. You get a new reaction every turn. So, like. Oh, yeah, I'll, yeah, sure. I'll bring it back up one. Okay. I'll just read my stuff because I, I, I'm used to using my bow and shit. And this is, this is a little disarming. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. All right, cool. I'm just going to stab the suit again. Okay. That's going to be a nat 20, 26. Oh my gosh, nat 20. All right, roll that crit damage. Seven. That's poor, but whatever. Uh, that That is actually enough to take this guy out. Oh shit, nice. Yeah, he's just a just a common guard. So yeah, you stick this guy and put him down. And uh, you look around this room and there seem to be other weapons in here. Uh, uh-huh. There's... You know, just mundane weapons, but there's bows and swords and stuff. 
I'm gonna search this guard dude first. Okay. Yeah, so you you do find guardsmen's keys. It looks like they are probably all just cell keys. They're all just like the same style key. But okay. that it? Um, yeah, I mean he's got a spear on him, he's got a chain shirt. I guess he's got some pocket change on him, you know. Uh, I don't need I don't need it. I know that's a little against my character type, but man, we'll leave it for now. I'm going to go over to this table of weapons. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like there's a pretty good assortment here. I mean, there's um, light hammers and some battle axes, spears, short swords, um, short bows, long bows. Let me me pick up one of these short bows. Is there arrows here, too? Um, Yep, yep, there's some arrows there. Okay. Um, So while you're doing all that, you hear um, behind you, right over here, a door latch unlock and start to open. Like by the cells? Um, No, like over here by the table, kind of. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. What do you do? Let's see what the mysterious figure has planned for Talek. Okay, I'll just jump down and and follow him. Okay, so the moment you touch the ground, he lets out this sickening orange cone at you. And uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Uh, 12. Okay, so you get hit with this overwhelming uh, it, sickening energy and uh, you drop to the to your knee for a moment, kind of like coughing and hacking as it dissipates around you. And uh, you're um, sickened and have disadvantage on your uh, checks and attacks. Uh for one minute okay um so as soon as as soon as he does that and you kind of like the smoke clears and the fog clears you hear his tone again he says impressive i figured that might kill you outright but i'm glad to see i was wrong and uh as he speaks he raises his high up and you get a the pulls his hood back and you see this sickly green tinged skin beneath the hood and uh, this venom in his eyes. He's got vertical slits for pupils that give him a a very inhuman uh, appearance. Oh wow, okay. He says, you must be made of tougher stuff than most. What is your name? Talek, Grog, and who are you? Ah, who am I? Well, I am someone who's been watching you for a very long time. It's nice to finally meet your acquaintance, Dalek. Uh, I wish I could say the same. Watching me how? So, you hear in your mind a voice that you recognize, and you recognize it as your mother's voice. Inside of your head, it says, Do not listen to this snake. His words are full of lies and his tongue coated in venom. Um, he responds to your question, though. He says, uh, From afar, 
And what do you want with me now? Where am I? What is this place? Ah, this place is not important. It's what is important is what I have to warn you about. You see, your powers have begun, begun to blossom and bloom. And with that strength comes great danger. What, what, how do you know about what's been happening to me? Because, Talek, I am the one that gave you your gifts. What? Uh, uh, what? How? Tell me, Talek. What did your mother tell you about your birth father? Uh, not, not much. I, um basically to never ask about him and um she doesn't want to hear anything about him don't don't speak about him he was it was a horrible mistake and a, a horrible time that that she had in her life and that um the orc who raised me was my father ah perhaps he was i'm sure he provided great more to you than your real father did as far as training and sustenance and the mortal items of this world but your real father gave you a true gift the gift of power the gift of a bloodline of strength let's check back in with shadow and see what the arch phase up to now that is for now that's all i have to share for our time wears thin however and as she speaks you hear like a creak like a real wooden creaking sound she's like magic such as mine tend to uh attract a certain amount of attention and uh as she says that you notice two of the trees standing uh back behind where she was begin to start moving and like pulling apart and the snow starts to fall off of them as they come to life and uh, as you take just a quick glance at them and glance back to her she has disappeared but you just heard her voice say until we meet again I need you to roll initiative as these trees come at you oh you cursed woman your tests never get old do they <laughs> 16 okay okay so one of them actually beat you and the other one did not alright let's freaking go okay yeah so why don't we uh, why don't we start the combat with uh, with the ye old nature check oh but it's not my turn okay Eh. 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 My nature check is unfortunately very low. Nine. Um. Yeah. So you're that that that's high enough to know that there is a difference between what these are and treants. These are just awakened trees. They're just they are they're almost like an animated object. They're just 
magically infused to operate. They do not have, you know, like personality and consciousness and whatnot. Um, also, real quick bookkeeping thing in this weird granny gob situation that you're in, your equipment, uh, you checked yourself out. You have your glaive and your longbow. You've got your armor on, but outside of that, you don't have um, your magical boots, your boots of elven kind, or like your rust bag of tricks, or any potions, or anything like that on you. So, um, it is this one over here's turn, and he starts lumbering towards you. He's gonna move 20 feet, and then move another 20 feet. And that attack is his turn. from Shadow. Ah, okay. Yep, yep. Reaction attack as he moves in. Reaction attack. Reaction attack. Uh, 13. 13. 13 hits. 13 hits. Okay, I don't ever remember what I can do here, but uh, let's see. I don't know that you'll Just... be able to get much up this early. Oh. Rerolling my one. Oh well, that's at least getting use out of that feature. No, one no way! So, wow, on a detail. Four. That's tragic. Well, mm -hmm. at least you heard him. So next time you'll get Colossus Slayer. That's fair. Okay. Okay. Um, and then it's your turn. That's all you could do. These guys are a little slow. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and cast Hunter's Mark on him. Okay. As my bonus action. And then I'm going to swing away with my glaive. Okay. So that'll be a 17 to hit. That'll definitely hit. So we'll do a, a 10, a 6, and an 8. Plus 3. So I've got an 8. Going to be re-rolling the 1 and the 2. Yeah. Which is the 6 and the 10. 17 damage. 17 damage. Dang. All right. That's okay. attack number one. Okay. And uh, I'm rolling to hit with attack number two. That'll be a modified 23. That'll definitely hit. So that'll be another six, eight, and ten. Woo. Uh, so right now we're sitting at 15. We're going to reroll the two, which is the D6. Oh, my so gosh. So sitting at 15. Oh, that went damage. down one. Okay, oh. so 16 <laughs> plus 3, so 19 total damage. Okay, and um, I've already used my bonus action, yeah, so I can't use my polearm master. Okay, all right, so that's the end of my turn. Okay. So a total of 36 damage oh to this gosh. bozo. All right, so this guy will move up uh, to within 10 feet of you, um, and you just took your turn, so you get your reaction back. Oh, so I was about to say it, but then I was like, I can't, because so it's after my okay. It, I see. Yeah, I see basically at works. the beginning of your turn, imagine you have these slots that you emptied, and at the beginning of your turn, they all refill. Modified twenty-two. That'll hit on this guy. Ooh, so twelve damage. Oh, there you go. Glaive's actually doing what it's supposed to. Glaive, glaive's gonna glaive as they glaive's say. Glaive's gonna glaive, son. Woo! So you're fighting two giant trees and freaking just letting them have it already just right out wailed. the gate all okay. right 
Alright, well, it's this stuff. guy's turn. He gets to attack now. Oh, yeah, that's gonna be hit. That's a 20, modified 20. Okay. Alright. Let's see. Oh, wow. He rolled rocks. That's 14 damage. 14. Alright. And then it's the other guy's turn, and he's gonna do the same thing. Try to slam you with one of his branches. This one's gonna be a little bit closer. Oh, no, it's not. That's gonna be a modified 18. Okay, a lot less damage on this one. Eight damage. What okay, was that last damage, one? 14? 14. God, and now I need double. to roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, you do. So you that'll be a modified 19. Ooh. And a modified 20. Okay. Ooh, you're good. Okay, Man, so you maintaining. Have to roll an eight or better to maintain that. That's tough. Yeah. So maintaining Hunter's Mark. I'm going to move 30 feet in this direction. Okay, they'll both get to attack. Yeah, that's unless, true. Unless you take the uh, disengage action. Yeah, but then they'll travel and... Okay, okay, that's not going to... Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to do the math in my head because they are slow. It's like, could you the kite them? Is, the problem is... If they rolled what they just rolled, I'd be at 1 HP. Wow, really? How much HP do you have? 45. What did Jesus. they just do? 22. Dang. Yeah, yeah. So you got a situation you got to figure out. Will Body Knock make it out of the prison? Let's find out. Uh, I'm gonna turn and uh, knock, uh, notch an arrow and draw. I'm okay. Go get, get get my shit ready. So a guy steps out of. Uh, he's like redoing his belt as he like steps out of what you can only assume is a latrine, and uh, yeah, you can you can take a shot. Um, I'll I'll say you. Uh, he doesn't notice you as he steps okay, out. Okay, so I can have sneak. Yeah, you can have. Uh, Sneak if you hit. We'll see if you hit. Oh, 11. Oh, no. You stick the arrow like in the wood. Shit. Next to him, and he's like, oh, shit. And uh, he reaches back into the, the bathroom and grabs his uh, spear and starts running at you. Um, make me a, another initiative roll. But, buddy, why did you leave your spear in the fucking bathroom? That's bad soldiering. <laughs> oh, man. I rolled an 8. Well, he's like, one more on point than you. And he charges at you and uh, tries to get you with the spear. Ooh, that's going to be like 22 to hit. Let's see if he does it this time. Oh my god, I'm rolling pitiful damage. Just three damage to you. Uh, I'll take that one. And I'll half it. No reason what, what, Okay, well, what is half of three? Um, you always... You round up? You always round up, yeah. So it's two. Okay, so, okay, I take two damage. Fuck it, yeah. I'm not going to use anything else there. You're right. Do I have a disadvantage of any sort for, like, shooting him at close range? Um, yes. Oh, actually, no, no, I did pick up that short sword technically, and it's the same damage as my bow. Never mind. Right. Don't forget you have, um, you can use dodge as a bonus action, so you could. 
You can run away without taking an attack of opportunity. <laughs> run away. Uh, okay, uh, I'm just gonna pull my short sword out and try to fight this cat. Sure. Fuck me, thirteen. Ooh, a thirteen glances off of his chainmail and doesn't pierce through. Shit. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna attack again. Oh, that's definitely gonna be a miss. Uh. Uh, same. Okay. That's a miss. This is <laughs> yeah, like, like, a fight for the ages. Oh, going on right here. He misses again too. All right, let's do this. Oh my gosh! Uh, miss. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, here he comes. Oh no! Oh, his is definitely hit. Nineteen plus his modifiers. Um, he does five damage this time. Uh, I'm gonna half that to three. Dang! What an awesome ability. I'm going to strike back with a hit. 21. All right. There you go. Let's do the damage. That's going to be eight. Eight. All right. You, you put a hurting on him, but he's still up. Yeah. He's going to go for a stabby stab. Oh, this one's going to be tight. I have to actually calculate this one. Um, That is going to be a 15 to hit. That's my AC. That's your AC? Yeah. That's a hit then. Ooh. Big damage, eight. Four. Four, okay. <laughs> Take another swing this guy. You'd be hurting a lot more. And I'm gonna miss. Yeah, I would be. Oh, he misses hard. Twelve? No, let's not. <laughs> this is cracking me up. No, I know, it's oh, terrible. To hit. I wish I could retire this fucking die like on the game retire the digital die yeah. oh man y'all are like way down the hall um yeah nobody's nobody's noticed anything uh that's a miss though and he hits you okay. for nine damage shit damn i'm gonna have to start rethinking my strategy here <laughs> all right i'm gonna take one more Shot with the sword. Fuck me, miss. Oh no. It's got the same fucking chance of all these other ones though. Oh man, he hits at seven damage. Oh man, he's he's putting a hurt on you. You're gonna have to figure something out. Oh no. Taking a shot. Okay, thank God. Twenty-three. Okay. Five damage. All right, that, that's enough. That's enough. Thank God, fucking asshole. Um, so after you guys do like a something for Pink Panther or something, missing each other <laughs> for a solid thirty seconds, um, this guy finally uh, takes one to the to the kidney and goes down, and you kind of hold for a moment and hold your breath, and. Um, you you don't you don't hear anything or see anything. Uh, things seem to be still at the moment. Okay. Is there any fucking heels in this fucking room anywhere? There does not appear to be any potions or anything. No. Right, I'm gonna go take a fucking drink of this beer on the table. <laughs> oh man. So he was in the shitter. I see the fucking pots in there. Yeah, so you take a take a little sip uh, of the beer, kind of steal yourself a little bit, and 
and yeah, it looks like there's the shitter there, and then there's a, a long hallway. It looks like there's an open door down at the end of the hallway. On the... I almost feel like I should take a short rest on the shitter. <laughs> yeah, what, whatever you want to do, man. I'm gonna go in the I'm gonna go in the boys' room and shut the door, lock it, and uh, take a short rest here. Okay, so you you go in the little boys' room and uh, take a little bit of a rest. I'm gonna roll three of these bitches. It's gonna be eleven back. Okay. Which is that's fine. Okay, that'll work for now. Okay, so as you're uh, as you're wiping uh, and and pulling yourself up off of this thing, uh, right as you start to uh, finish healing, you hear a uh, a voice outside. Uh, it's like, "Holy shit, what's going on here?" And you hear him like take off running it sounds like he ran down the uh, hit the bodies i played hit man fuck <laughs> it sounds like he ran down the hallway um towards the jail cells okay i'm gonna run out of the, the potty here okay um, if you will and is that is that a dead-end hallway as you recall it it was a dead-end hallway yeah I'm gonna run out there and and to the entry of that hallway and look down that way. Okay. So yeah, you run down and just like like one guy and he's like he looks into the cell across from the one you were in and then he runs over to yours and he's like, oh shit, oh shit, and you can tell he's like stressing out and he starts running back towards you. Make me a uh, stealth roll. Nat twenty twenty nine. Okay, so he just like starts running towards you. He doesn't see you at all. Um, you're, you know, kind of hiding off to the side or something. Uh, I'm gonna shoot a motherfucker. Okay, uh, make it with advantage. Fifteen. Okay, so that'll hit, and it's a, a sneak attack. Also oh, nine on the single. Okay. <laughs> and the extra 3d6 16 oh okay. god so, so oh, god. running oh, back and god. just like <laughs> right through the throat he just like like legs kick up as it just like takes out his throat oh, and just, I, I needed a win fuck you guy <laughs> alright so what are you gonna do now uh I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take a peek down this gel cell area and see what this dude was looking at across from me see if anybody else else is any of these yeah, you just, uh, you, you look around, and they all seem empty, but you get this weird sense that, like, there was definitely somebody in the cell across from you, that one that the the gnome was in front of when you got here. You're, you, for some reason, you just know that somebody had been in that cell while you had been in the other one, but you can't remember exactly what or why or when or who. Is there anything of note in here of interest? Uh, no, just normal... Um, cell, there's a cot, and you know. Uh, I'm gonna boogie back out here to the main entrance and carry on my wayward son. Okay. So, as you're moving down that hallway, you notice there's an open door on the right, and then like closed, you know, gel cells blocking off the block um, going forward. I'm gonna slowly sneak around and peek through this door. Go ahead and make me a stealth check. 
Okay. 24. Okay, so yeah, you stealth up and peer in there, and uh, go ahead and move yourself where you can see in. You see a large uh, furry creature. Make me a, a nature check. See if you know what this guy is. 14. 14. So you, you know what this is. This is a bugbear. Um, Excuse uh, me. A large, furry, goblinoid-type creature. But they're, like, they're much bigger than you are. Uh, they're, like, this guy's, like, bigger than Talik. And uh, he is, like, going through a bunch of weapons on a counter and, like, organizing them and, like, sharpening them and stuff. And you look around the room and you see, like, torture racks and stuff in this room. But he seems to be preoccupied with his work and doesn't notice you. Is it, Can I see anything, anybody else in this room, or is it just him? Uh, it looks like he's the only one in the room. Okay. Well... As you know, my people do. I'm gonna sneak attack this motherfucker. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think I'm gonna die today. <laughs> Nineteen. Oh yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Uh, first one is a six. Okay. And the sneak attack is, please be good, 14, so 20 total. 20 total. So you flock this guy and, like, catch him right in the side. And he's just like, <gasps> lets out a big wheeze and, like, goes down to one knee. And then he just slowly, like, turns up his eyes and looks out to the hallway and sees you. And he reaches up and grabs a morning star off of the thing and stands up. And you got to roll initiative. I'm on initiative. Be on my side, baby. What kind of answers does the mysterious man have for Talik about his past? What are you talking about? Are you my father? Talik, I have a test for you. And if you pass it, then I have a gift. And as he says that, he moves his hands around and starts like swirling them. Think like uh, um, Sorcerer Supreme. What's his name? Doctor Strange style. And uh-huh. opens this rift uh, behind you. Are you in Tailspire with me? Yeah. Okay. So he uh, opens up this rift behind him. And out of it comes this... Uh, green dragonling it's uh green dragon wormling flies out of the uh thing and he steps back through the portal as it flies out of the portal and uh i'm gonna need you to roll initiative all right let's go let's get some freaking stuff going on here okay all right, I got a 18 on my Nishi. Okay. Oh, no. Okay, well, he beat you. <laughs> okay. Um, so he is going to go first. And the first thing that he is going to do is he is going to swoop in uh, like 30 feet and 
blast you with this huge cone of uh, a poisonous gas surrounds you. Okay. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I got a 17 on that. Okay. So you're going to take half of 16. So you're going to take eight damage. Okay. And then he is going to fly like straight up with another 30 feet. And uh, you reach to grab your weapons and you notice that you do not have the long sword of pallid light on you. In fact, you seem to be a little bit light on several things. You've got your armor and your greatsword and your um, ring. But outside of that, you are you don't have like all the gear that you've been collecting lately. Okay. Okay, my armor, my greatsword, my ring. Um, I've got my hand axe, I'm assuming. You've got your hand axes, yeah. Okay. Okay. And how high above me is he at the moment? Um, He's about 30 feet above you. Okay. I am going to... I'm going to feel a power rise up within me. And I am going to throw a firebolt out of my left hand at this thing above me. Okay, let's freaking go. As I feel my powers fully engulf me, really for the first time. I rolled a 14 to hit. Okay, a, uh, oh shit, a 14 will not hit. It just kind of like bounces off of his thick scales. Okay, um... I will move over to this high spot. I'm going to move like over here-ish. Okay. And then just turn and face him. Alright. And I'll end my turn here. Okay, so he will um, swoop down around and uh, he's going to hit you and land right in front of you and hit you with the rest of his... uh, poison breath okay and i need you to make another con save okay oh god i got a four on that one so that's a fail you take all 18 damage it was actually in that one. <laughs> oh gosh okay okay i'm hurting already <clears throat> Woo. all right so uh that is his turn he has landed next to you okay great um that's that's good news <laughs> I am going to hit him with the great sword right in front of me. Okay. So I rolled a hit. I got a 19 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. And roll damage. Oh, they were both two, so I'm going to re-roll the whole thing. <laughs> nice. Oh, I got a one and a three, so the exact same. All right, so I'm going to do oh, eight damage funny. there. Okay. But since he's landed in front of me, I'm going to use action sh- action surge to take an additional action. Sure. Yeah, that checks out. And I'm going to do... I'm just going to hit him again with the greatsword. Okay. That one was a 20 to hit. That'll hit. Much better damage. I'll do 12 damage this time. Okay. All right. So then it's his turn. So he is going to... Um, he's going to step up and he's going to do a bite claw combo so he's gonna go for the bite first hold on one second 
I'm going to okay. use an action to cast a spell. And I can use it as a reaction. I'm going to cast first level shield. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So you go to attack and... Um, so, so what it does... I'll tell you what it does. It gives me... i got to get this crap off here. Okay. It gives me an additional 5 AC until the start of my next turn, including against the triggering attack. Okay. So this so guy goes to attack, bite. I'll have 21 AC. His teeth just like clamp onto this magical sphere of protection around you. And he reaches back to try to claw you. Um, Okay, that's going to be a 20 to hit. That misses. I'm at 21 because of the spell. Wow, with your freaking shield. So he goes to claw and like almost breaks through this thing. His claws like stretching through it and then it pushes his hand away. Um, yeah, that's his turn. Let's go. All right, so on my turn here, um, can I roll? Can I run a like a um, some kind of check and and see if he's got any weaknesses, like a perception check or what? What kind of check would it be? For yeah, that? make me either nature or arcana, either one. Okay, let me see which one I want to do. Well, they're the same, so I'll run a nature check. Come on. All right, I got an 11. Um, so... And I'm looking for weaknesses or, or anything that I think might be a weakness. Okay, I will tell you that you're pretty sure he doesn't have any weaknesses, but being that he is a green dragon wormly, you're pretty sure that he's completely immune to poison and poisoning. All right, so in my hands, I'm going to put my two hands together, kind of like a... Like a, yeah, Kamehameha blast here yeah and um this this silver orb it's about four inches in diameter it begins to appear in my hand so it's like as big as my palm or so and i'm like molding it with both hands and this orb of of chrome shiny energy appears and i'm going to cast chromatic orb and i'm gonna do it as um i'm gonna do fire damage so I'm gonna okay. throw this. This orb starts to go orange, and I'm gonna throw it right at his stupid head. Let's freaking and do it. It is a twelve to hit. Ooh, so he ducks as you throw it at his head, and it sails right over his head and misses. <laughs> that's not good. Oh, that's bad. Okay. Oh, um, all right, I'm going to. I'm going to end my turn. Okay. So you see um, the smoke start building up in his uh, around the corners of his mouth. This green kind of smoke that boils out of his mouth and throat. Um, But right now he's going to try to bite you. Oh yeah, that's a 22 on the bite. Yep, that hits. Oof, that's going to do... Uh, 10 damage. Jesus. And then... Oh, the claw is going to be a 21 on the claw. Golly, okay, that hits. Okay, that's going to be 4 damage. 
Okay. Okay, <laughs> it's your turn. Don't oh, forget oh. your second win. Okay. Um. Whew. You'll have to tune in next week to find out where these three stories end and if our adventurers will make it back to each other. To be continued on the next episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Dummies! Find out what happens to our party next week.